Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. All right, crowdfunders, how is everybody doing out there in the wonderful, beautiful land of crowdfunding? You know that magical space that we all dream about going where there's free money from the internet. All you got to do is put your project on it and watch it rain down. Watch your bank bank, uh, bank account explode, right? You know, that wonderful, magical place. Now, as most of you know, I am completely making that up. There is no such thing. But this is successfully funded, and what we do here on this uh, on these podcasts is I like to talk to project creators either while they're in the middle of a campaign or right after a campaign has ended, so that we get the most up to date information on what they did to become successful. You know, what did they do? Did they do Facebook ads? Did they do uh, press outreach? You know, did they do email marketing? What did they do to become successful? So I am your host. Jeff Wenzel, I'm the CEO of Woodshed Agency. We specialize in helping companies do crowdfunding, right? That's what we do. Not just crowdfunding, though. It's the biggest tool in our toolbox, I like to say, but we also help companies do uh, do product launches, whether on Shopify or Amazon or equity crowdfunding. We actually do a lot of equity crowdfunding, uh, but that's what we do here. And this this podcast, like I said, we, we just like to talk to project creators. You know, We want to know what's going on out there. So if this is your first time, thank you so much for you know, for joining in, right? And if you're liking what you hear, and maybe you've liked it so far, you just, you're like, man, I like that guy's energy. Make sure you go over to iTunes right now, hit that, uh, and hit the subscribe button, or you can go over to YouTube. If you want to watch the videos of our interviews, you can subscribe there as well. But yeah, that's what's going on uh, over here. So today, we're going to be talking to a company um, that just raised over $600,000 for a smart robot. That's right. Uh, we're going to be talking to Rooks and Wayne uh, from from the company Clickbot, and they just had a monstrous, monstrous, successful Kickstarter. Um, and you know, if you've got young kids and you've got kids that you want them to maybe consider, you know, learning how to code or want to want to want a toy that really learns and adapts and teaches a kid, you got to go check out. Uh, Check out this this campaign because it, it was a monster, and you can still pre-order right now. It's over on Indiegogo in demand, um, so you guys can go over there and 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 still get in on it. So you didn't miss out anything if this is your uh, first time learning about it. Um, so yeah, so make sure you guys go one, stay around, listen to the interview that's coming up here in just a moment. Two, go over to Kickstarter, click on the button, and I'll have the links obviously all in the show notes and stuff, so you guys can uh, you guys can click on that and uh, go explore because really really cool project and uh, uh, I gotta be honest I think I'm uh, going over to Indiegogo in demand right after this interview here and uh, maybe picking up a couple for my kids yeah I don't know so we're on day whatever it is of quarantine you know we've got had a lot of ridiculous over the weekend we had a lot of idiots out there uh, protesting and whatnot so you got those that's things and yeah it's what it is that's what I believe so uh, if you don't like it you can shut the podcast off but um, you know some things going on around here um, boy I'll tell you uh, a thought pattern that's getting amplified more and more over at One Wednesday Way is we need a new One Wednesday Way, and we need a One Wednesday Way that probably isn't in this country. Truthfully, I, 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 you know, I have had this over the weekend, really starting Friday, had this really like nice burst of energy and confidence in terms of my own abilities, right? Um, and and what it comes down to is, 
you know, I've been having conversations with other people in my, my circle that, you know, have businesses or, you know, work at, at larger firms. And it's it's intriguing to watch them like for, like finally discover the ideas of remote working, not needing to have an office, not needing to be in a, you know, in front of your peers 24-7 to get work done. And it's like, well, that's what I've been doing for the last 10 years, it feels like, you know, like, I, I you know, so I, I've had this energy of like, I, I built something that sustains, you know, we, we, you know, there, it was, uh, at first we were like, man, we think Woodshed may go under. I don't know if anybody's going to do crowdfunding. Um, but you know, slowly but surely, you know, people's confidence are coming back. They're still going to launch products. You know, they, you still need marketing and you still need to, to, to navigate these waters. So we're, we're kind of, we feel like we're going to be getting a good uptick here. That's me knocking on wood, obviously. Um, but it really shows that like what, I've built can sustain this sort of stuff. And at the end of the day too, all my company needs is truly the internet connection, a good internet connection, and we're okay. We're all right. You know, 95% of my world is on the internet. That's it. And if it's not that, it's because it's little local things that I don't even know how much they have value anymore either. So, so we're just standing here as a family having these conversations around, you know, we could live anywhere. We could give our kids a life that's very, very unique in terms of friends all over the world, potentially. Um, we have the ability to to work in, in many different fields because everybody has to launch something. So we feel like as long as there's businesses doing something, there's work to be done, right, for us. Um, so why are, why are our choices where we are right now? And it comes down to truly one thing. When we lay it all out, um, it really truly comes down to right now, my kids' friends. That's the that's what we're like. Okay, my kids have really good friends, really good school district. Um, there we have a really strong community. But what has you know popped up because of the coronavirus here is I will still have this community and these friends. It might just be online. It just might look different, and I have to be comfortable with what it looks like. I mean, we've had. You know, we've been using the, the the app House Party every like the last three or four Friday nights, and we've had great times with our friends playing online, playing games. My kids are talking to their friends all the time. So, what would it be different if I was in, you know, Denmark? What would be different if I was in Vancouver? What would be different if I was in Iceland, Finland? I don't even know. You know, the Brazil. I don't know. I, wherever. Yeah. On a beach, what would look different? My kids would would make new friends. They'd have their old friends. They'd communicate with everybody. They, you know, were all a plane trip away from seeing people. Theoretically, that you know, when travel comes back. So, what is it? What is the? What are? What am I holding on to? And I got nothing. So yesterday, I uh, I broached the conversation with my mom about what it could it even be possible for us to potentially maybe move in with my mom, and I know that sounds shitty, I know, as a family, but save the next six months money, no rent, very little bills, and just stockpile 60, 70 grand away and move somewhere? I mean, what would that look like? What would my kid's life look like? And it's, you know, for my wife and I, it's the, literally the complete opposite. Like, my parents, we went, I went on sports trips. You know, we did not, when we were not travelers, we would go up north and then I'd go to like basketball camps, right? Um, my wife never vacationed, never traveled. Did, you know, outside of um, California, where, where her dad moved out there, 
you know, that's that's their traveling, just California every other year or so. So what would my kid's life look like, you know, fast forward 20, 30 years when they've either lived in, you know, multiple different spots, that they have friends all over the world, they're connected to these friends whenever they, the kind of whatever they want to be, truly, um, and they start living this, you know, and, and what if, you know, what if next year for school, they only go to school like two days a week, three days a week. That way they don't, you know, maybe they don't have full classes, you know, and the rest of the time it's online. Does it look like that? I mean, you know, so if it's that case, okay, can you guys just log in three days? You could maybe even consider going to the same school. You really love the school you're in. Why can't you keep going to it? Why can't you go to any university in the world and still live at home? So with when I'm asking these questions, I'm starting to think about, you know, what I have to build or what I want to make is you know, a, a, a home structure that maybe can encompass everything from a yoga facility into it, a small little recording studio, a little video production thing, a little, you know, you know, for my, and then imagining that, hey, my kids will probably be into some of this stuff. Like they could go into a room and code something, you know, they like, why are we not building, building, why are we not skating to where the puck's going? You know, the old Michael Scott saying in the office, you know, skate to where the puck's going, right? Or, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just messed that one up so bad. He quoted the, uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's the quote he did. Um, but yeah, I, you know, so the Wayne Gretzky one, I guess, we'll go with that one. The, the skate to the skate to where the puck's going, not where it was, right? Um, and that's and that's what I keep thinking about right now is I'm thinking about where, where is it going? And it's going to a house that's solar, a house that has, um, you know, a house that has, uh, uh, you know, state-of-the-art facilities to keep your costs down, uh, land that you can, you know, kind of grow and build as you, as your life grows. I don't know. It's just that those are the conversations. So Aaron and I, we sat down yesterday. We had a great conversation around it. Um, there is a lot of a uh, lot of questions being answered, and truthfully, if uh, the Wenzels are going to make a big decision, it needs to happen sooner than later because I just don't want the kids to get uh, a lot older and make these decisions. Maybe um, maybe when they're in you know end of middle school or early high school or something along those lines. Um, and, you know, it's, again, it goes back down to who knows where we are um, <laughs> this time next year, right? Who knows where we are in a month from now, truthfully. So those are some of the things going on around here, some of the big questions that that we're sinking our teeth into. And maybe some of you guys out there are feeling the same way. If you are, maybe shoot me a message. Or if you're somebody that's, like, moved to another country or you moved from a country here, like, what did it really look like? Did you move with a family? That's how they, too, it's like everything I look at, it's like, yeah, it would be totally easy to do if it was just me, but I got a, uh, you know, I got a nine and a six-year-old. We got to figure this stuff out. So basically deep, deep breath right there, deep breath. A lot of questions. And we're, we're looking for some answers right now. We're looking for some guidance and we're going to, we're going to figure this out. But, um, but yeah, so, all right, with all that said, I appreciate you guys sticking through all that. Um, you guys, if you're a regular listener, you know I love to take this this moment and before my interviews to, to sort of talk about what's going on in our lives and, and use it as my own little platform to just you know just kind of decompress and talk about stuff. So, um, so if you guys are listeners listening still, thank you so much for for staying tuned. Now, if you're enjoying the episode, make sure you go over to iTunes right now hit the subscribe button, go to our website. You can um, get the show notes there. Woodshed.agency is our website. Um, and, you know, follow us along, read our blogs, all that sort of stuff. And if you want to, uh, if you got a project that you're thinking about launching, make sure you reach out to me. Um, we can at least have a conversation, right? Nothing, nothing, nothing will get hurt if you just, just talk about stuff. Uh, so if you go over to woodshed.agency, hit the backslash consultation button. That's my calendar. Pick a time to talk and, uh, 
yeah, let's jump on and, uh, and have a conversation. So, all right, everybody, without further ado, let's go ahead and kick into my conversation with Ruxin from uh, the project ClickBot. And let's go talk about robots and, you know, how to do a kick butt Kickstarter campaign. So the red light is on. It is go time here. The podcast has begun. Well, let's start off with a simple sound check before we really jump into it. So I ask all my listeners, uh, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? For breakfast this morning? Yeah, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, cool. Um, to be honest, this is the most important meal in my, in my whole day. So um, like always, I, I would drink coffee and have some pieces of bread. Uh, that's it. Very simple. And that's my daily routine. Awesome. Anything fancy on that bread? You go on butter, peanut butter, jelly, some, uh, some preserves? What are you uh, putting on that bread? <laughs> Good question. Um, Just uh, some uh, scrambled eggs, I would say. Okay. All right. All mm-hmm. right. Tasty. Tasty tasty, and simple breakfast uh, to get you going there. So awesome. Well, I think I think we're all sounding good here. Um, why don't we jump into actually why we're talking? So uh, why don't you tell my listeners yeah. who you are and what your project is over on Kickstarter? Okay, thank you. So, um, my name is Rushin, and I'm currently in charge of the uh, global marketing and product solutions in uh, Beijing Kui Tech. And uh, we just launched our new generation uh, product, ClickBot, on Kickstarter. And this is our new uh, consumer product. Um, it has uh, the, the feature of the modular tech knowledge, uh, which, is, which makes it a very cool toy. Um, for kids as well as the parents, so we would say it's it's a very perfect gift for the whole family. Will um, the the children can learn how to programming, and the kid and the the parents can teach them how to do this, you know, like developing and creating stuff, so that like they can learn the um, engineering knowledge and uh, the basic uh, theory behind all the robotics stuff. That's cool. So for our listeners who can't see it right now, let's say they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're right on a subway and they don't have their, uh, they don't have Kickstarter open right now and they're just listening. Can you visually kind of describe what, what we're talking about when it comes to ClickBot and and the robot and kind of what it looks like and and how, how people use it? Cool. Um, so it started pretty simple and I would say that, um, our founder, uh, Jay, he, he was a very cool engineer and, and he just, you know, like got up the idea of how to um, simplify the technology of uh, robotics, especially, you know, like for kids around six or seven years old, they're very, you know, like curious about everything, mm. especially when you are an engineer and you got a niece or a nephew and then they would just come over to you and ask about everything. They would ask about mechanisms. They would ask about the controlling stuff. But how to simplify all this, you know, like the scientific languages and interpret them to 
uh, to better explain to, uh, to to kids. So that's a trick point. And uh, uh, how uh, how Jay solved this problem is to um, just simplify all these technology into the small modules, and we call each modules, you know, like the joint and for a little ball, and the brain for the main control um, part, and the smart food for the smart you know, like the, the force uh, detector. And then we have the skeleton for the extension module. Maybe you can already generate a, uh, a rough picture, um, you know, like an overview of the whole product. Um, I would say it just breaks all the um, uh, complicated parts into the different modules. So different modules, they would, they, they would serve the different function, either for, you know, like the servo, like the controlling, like all the detection or the sensors. Um, and then you can just simply put them together. I would say that like for a kid, uh, for a kid who is only like six year old, um, he can easily manipulate all the modules and then come up with a cool setup within five minutes. And think about that. That's pretty cool. You know, like yeah. when a, when a little kid, they can, you know, like, like show the setup to his friends, to his families, and just, you know, like introduce the setup to them and say, uh, check it out. I just built a robot within five minutes. And that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, it, it's really cool. I mean, for, for people who haven't looked at it yet, and I strongly recommend going over to their Kickstarter page or and, and clicking around. But, you know, I love, like, I, I was just watching some videos and I saw stuff of like, one look like a snake and it's moving stuff. They're, then they, they turn into race cars. They, I saw something climbing a wall. So really, it's almost anything you can imagine, it feels like, as long as you have these modular parts and, and you build it and then you code it correctly, right? I mean, that's that's kind of what I was seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, super, super exactly. awesome. I, I I could definitely see. I've got a nine year old uh, son at home who you know is on his iPad. I can tell you right now, um, probably making a song or doing something on a on a, on an app, and he would totally, totally be into this. Are you finding that that really is is that audience is, is you know is, is what what's the age range? Do you think that of somebody that's jumping into this? Mm, thank you so much for the question. That's actually an important part um, to explain the, the product. So uh, before I, I was introducing about the module, modular technology and um, um, Jeff, you're pointing out another part for our, um, uh, for our you know, like the concept of the, of, of the product. What we would like to do is to introduce the, the, the programming, the coding um, skills to, um, to, to, to all the children. Um, so the idea behind that is to use either graphic programming or if they've already had some, you know, like previous uh, bases or knowledge before, they can um, even use our uh, Python API as well. Um, so for this part, actually, um, our product is targeting on the children uh, Age, aging from, I would say, six years old to even 15 years old, depending how you, you know, like um, manipulate the, um, the product. And it's also very suitable for the parents as well. So like I introduced before, it's a product for the whole family, meaning that if uh, the parents has, uh, have already, you know, like got some engineering or programming basis before, they can do the um, developing on, 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 the, on the basis um, as well, it, uh, we have some out-of-the-box functions and um, 
modulus as well, but um, we can also do the uh, API, uh, you know, like advanced uh, programming as well. So um, it, it is suitable, it's suitable for both uh, kids and parents, depending, how, depending on how you, you know, like uh, expecting the product. It's very, uh, yeah, it's very um, scalable and um, extensive. Yeah, that's what it seemed like to me is that it, it, it can it basically just goes where your imagination goes, right? Like, uh, so what when you're on the mm-hmm. Kickstarter, like when when you're buying sort of like the base unit, what is coming at that point, and then how do you sort of add on to make more things, or do you get everything right away to be able to make you know a snake, a car, a uh, you know spider thing? I saw like does that come out of the box right away? Oh, very cool. Um, so we have different um, uh, levels for the packages, um, meaning that starting from the very simple starter kit to the standard kit, and then we have the full kit, and then level up to the maker kit. So um, if you are just, you know, like someone interested in um, robotics, you can just get a taste from, you know, like the starter kit. But if um, you've already have some skills before, and then you can just, uh, you, can, you can definitely just go straight up to the maker kit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so in the maker kit, uh, like like you said before, you can definitely make make a, a spider or a snake or different quadruped setups um, because we have the most uh, modules in the maker kit available for the backers. If you just started from the, st- uh, the starter kit, that's a little bit limited because, uh, you know, like the quantity of the modules and the type of the modules, because um, like you mentioned before, if you would like to get a setup which is able to climb up the wall, then definitely it would have the suction cup module. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like it can jump and, uh, uh, you know, like climb up on, on the wall. But uh, right. starting from the basic one, you can uh, you, you can just get the basic um, setup, which is showing on our package, um, just like the big and the back. That's the two gotcha. characters we would provide to the backers. And they are the pretty basic characters. And they are also uh, the... Uh, official setups and we have lots of out of the box functions and human robot interactions um you know like built in and um that 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 comes with the with, with the starter kit gotcha that's very cool very very cool so um you know what kind of software then is this using on 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 these uh, the devices on the iPads and the android is it android and ipad i I, don't, I guess i don't really know between those two but like but what's the software that's running um, the programming for this. Mm-hmm. That's a good question because um, uh, a lot of backers have already asked about this because we mentioned it on the website and we mentioned it in the main video as well. So we will have the Clickbot um, app available um, in um, in May because uh, currently uh, our estimated delivery time for all the packages, you know, like ordered by the backers on Kickstarter would be um, in the late late June. Meaning that um, currently um, we've already had we've already had pretty uh, much a lot of the stocks in the factories, and um, um, we are we are very um, on, on schedule. Everything is fine. It's not delayed by the coronavirus at all. Everything would be fine, and um, the package would, would would go in June. And before that, uh, like I said before, that would be in May uh, when the APP would be uh, released. 
So uh, the app would be available on both uh, iOS and Android platforms. Um, that's the uh, Apple Store and Google Play. And then um, you would uh, all the backers would be able to download the ClickBot app, where we uh, offer the. Uh, 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 the ClickBot Academy for them, and they can share all the things like the videos, the pictures they uh, they take for the product, for the setups they made, and then upload to the community so that they can share this to the whole world and then uh, communicate how they build their robots. Yeah, I thought that was something that was intriguing too. Is the uh, the I think it's you call it the the academy where you had yeah. training and you had uh, resources and it seems like a ton of guides. I mean, for what I was looking there, just that alone seems like a ton of work um, that had to be put into to this project as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, the idea behind that is that we've we've noticed the, the the trend all over the world that people are using the short videos to share, you know, like both the information and the knowledge. And I, we think it's a cool, it's a it's a very cool idea. I mean, like for the uh, robot ro- robot setups, um, sometimes some people would find it pretty, you know, like too uh, scientific, too tacky stuff. But what if what if we just share the cool ideas or you know like the fun moments you mm-hmm. spend with a robot, you know, like the moment you're sharing with your friends or your families, that'll be great. I mean, like nobody really cares about, about, about the complicated theory or, you know, like the technology behind it. They right. just want to see how cool it is and how mm-hmm. fun it is. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. How, how long has this process to get to you know an idea to the kickstarter and to get you know to get your 1600 orders give or take right now but like how long does this process take to get to uh, to get to this point yeah so um it started like um two and a half years ago because before that, we have this uh, first generation product called uh, a cell robot. And that was on Kickstarter as well. Um, I would say like uh, around roughly three or four years before. And mm. then um, we also uh, participate the CES in the States as well. And then during CES, which is, you know, like um, this January, and lots of people have already noticed this product, but we ha- we haven't launched it yet because uh, we just you know like um, uh, released it in a March on Kickstarter. So that's the first time uh, we showed this product to the whole world. But mm. um, already on CES, lots of people uh, saw it. And you, if you Google it, um, you, you you know like uh, Google it with ClickBot, you would see some you know like media reports and some video shots um, on on Kick. Clickbot already in in um, January, but um, I would say that um, the idea started uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, like like two years before after mm. we uh, we had the first generation product, and then we realized that um, it's not really for you know like for consumer for families. It's it's most most for the uh, I would say for institutes for schools, but um, when it comes to the two C product, we we would prefer that uh, we have the newly designed and the modules can be smaller and you know like the design can be more delicate and um, and after that we really made it and so um, here we go we presented it in CES and then we brought it to Kickstarter and. Very soon, like in June, we would have all the packages ready for the delivery. And uh, every backer 
I would say, like all of the world, they would be thrilled to have their package, and they would they would see by themselves because what they believe is what we believe, and we are so proud to prove that we really made it, and that's the truth. And because lots of people have, you know, like they judged us on on mm-hmm. on, on Facebook when they saw the saw the uh, advert uh, saw the ad, and they saw that, oh my God, that's just CGI. We don't believe this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that. Looks too cool to be real. I, I right. have to say, but that's yeah. the fact, and, and we are proud to let the whole world know this. And we know that um, the lockdown period has, you know, like driven lots of people to mad. But we hope this little stuff, this clickbait, they can, you know, like they can be happy when they receive our package. Yeah, yeah, very, 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 very cool. Well, let's flip over. So, you know, this is the second time the company's ran a Kickstarter. I mean, obviously, first time for this product, but how yeah. did the conversations kind of happen internally around wanting to use Kickstarter again? What was why, why go to this as opposed to maybe just launching it on your own website? What were some of the benefits that you guys saw as to doing a Kickstarter for it? Okay, that's great. Because, um, I think I just mentioned before, because um, backers are the most passionate um, groups in the whole world. They, they, they believe in tech, they, they believe in the bright future, and they believe in some things that they probably, you know, like some things that's out of the imaginations or some other people, they probably won't believe. And that's a cool point, because for us, we are some engineers and we are thrilled, we have the we have the passion for the technology, but sometimes it's really hard for, you know, like other people to get, you know, like uh, to, to get understand of, uh, of the concepts, or all the ideas. But when it comes to the backers, to the Kickstarter community, everything is different. We feel, you know, like we, we, we can be understood and, and, and we can get connected to someone in, in this big, big world. And to someone, when, when they send us the message, when they ask us questions, we can feel the, you know, like the connection. We can feel that they really want to see the product or to have the product. And it cheers us up. And this is the motivation for us, you know, like to, to tackle down every bug we have during the development to, you know, like solve the problems, to, you know, like polish the, the design to get ClickBot better. Because each time, when we have the connection communication on Kickstarter, and that's you know like a little push for us to get closer to a more pro- perfect pro- product, and um, and we feel very you know like very thrilled to share this pride with the backers all over the world, and and thank you Jeff for you know like <laughs> letting me have this chance to to yeah. to, to say th- say it out because you know like. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm getting emotional because of this question, but thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no problem. It's yeah. all, all great. So, so what what were some of the maybe the milestones that you wanted to hit internally for this Kickstarter? Um, maybe some of the metrics you were looking at. You know, so again, let's say somebody else is thinking about um, you know working on a, a tech project. You know, what should they be thinking about in terms of you know that? I mean, you had a, a, a public goal of twenty five thousand. Um, and I should I should actually mention I don't even think we mentioned this yet, but I mean you guys raised almost over nine hundred thousand dollars with over sixteen hundred backers, yeah, so very 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 yeah. successful campaign. Um, so yeah. to get to that, what were some of the <laughs> metrics you guys were thinking about with Facebook ads and and emails and just internally, like what did you want to see before you hit that launch button? 
Great. So, um, as everybody would understand, it's not very easy to, you know, like harness all the mechanisms behind it, or you know, like to get the best marketing strategy. Before that, before we go to uh, Kickstarter, like I said, we went to uh, CES, and that's a good, you know, like a, a good attempt, a, a good trial to mm-hmm. to test the market. And to that point, we understand that it's it's the right way, and um, our pr- product can be very popular, and it attracts some attention. We just need to, you know, like like dive in, and then then keep on the the the, the good status. So when it comes to Kickstarter. Obviously, we spend pretty much uh, a lot of the, um, you know, like the budget on, on, on the ads on Facebook or on Instagram, because mm-hmm. that's where, you know, like young people, they hang out and um, some um, geek, geeks, they, they would also be there to, you know, like to, to explore new um, stuff uh, all over the world. And um, also, we have some previous because uh, our our first generation cell robot. We we've already you know like accumulated some uh, a base a basis of the uh, backers and some audience um, from our Mailchimp account. So we mm-hmm. have some audiences before, and um, before that we also have some great partners all over the world, and they are uh, very glad to write some reports for us, and then you know like do some. I would say like do some cooperation to 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 test the market because you know like even if the product is very cool, we still need to you know like the this kind of propaganda stuff to you know like get get the uh, get the message you know like delivered to as many as possible people because uh, right. we we would like them to hear the news to to understand that we are having click clickbot to you know like launching very soon and that's pretty important for Kickstarter. But I, I believe Kickstarter itself is already a very great, you know, like platform. But all yeah. we need is a little bit more. Yeah. Right. So was there anything that stood out in the campaign that you guys maybe weren't expecting? Was there a, maybe a country that, you know, we had a whole bunch of orders in, you know, Germany or, or just, just anything that was, that was kind of maybe not expected or, or something that sort of stuck out a little bit for you? Oh, um, very interesting. I would say, okay, cool. So, um, the the country that's uh, that's have the um, best performance would be Japan because mm-hmm. after Kickstarter, some I would say like uh, more than ten Japanese companies has have already reached out to us and want to be you know like the distributor, even mm-hmm. the exclu- uh, even the exclusive exclusive one. So. Uh, to that point, we've noticed that um, although, you know, like Jap- Japanese, they don't use English, but they still have, you know, like pretty a lot of the passion for the new technology. And that's where we started. So after Kickstarter, um, we would go to the Makuraki. That's the uh, crowdfunding platform in Japan um, right. to continue the the good tra- the the good trend of uh, clickbot you know like going to the market and then you know like creating some big mo- uh, buzz to the market and that's one point and then another thing that um, we didn't expect him but that's a good thing that's um, uh, Europe like like clickbot is um, is doing pretty well in the whole European uh, market mm. um, 
I, I've been uh, in Europe uh, like for a year personally, so I understand that uh, for uh, for EU it's pretty different from the states because um, lots of country they are in the um, EU community, and that that brings Clickbot to a broader market, even if yeah. like. I would say expect for the uh, Britain, none of the countries in Europe actually uses English as their official language. But it doesn't stop stop the, the, the you know like the fact that people Europeans they love Clickbot and they would like to get Clickbot by themselves as well. So we've had uh, we've had pretty good performance um, in EU markets as well. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So this. That's awesome. So you know. Throughout that Kickstarter campaign, and even maybe where you are right now, what's something that that maybe keeps you or the company up at night? Like, what's the thing that, like, you know, hey, everything's looking great, but but we have to make sure that this happens. What's that thing that maybe maybe keeps you up a little bit? <laughs> All right, yeah. So I, I'm pretty. I'm being like pretty frankly to you. So um, fact is that we are concerning about the. Um, uh, Yes, um, it's not delayed by the coronavirus, but sure. but it's already affected by the virus, mm-hmm. like in the factory side, in the manufacturing side. Um, so we would like to make sure that everything, like the quality control stuff, um, because, you know, like the, the workers, they got stored up by the virus. They cannot go back to the factory. So the manufacturing is a little bit affected. But... Mm-hmm. Um, and we would like to make sure that all the materials, you know, like all the um, skills, like on the manufacturing, the production line, they would remain the high quality. Everything would be fun as we, you know, like like uh, ordered or designed previously before the virus, before the outbreak. So right. that's the thing that, uh, you know, like we spend a lot of time um, these days to make sure everything is fine. Um Obviously, some things have to be changed because you know, like, um, like uh, the workers or the the materials. But uh, we would like to make sure that everything is still of the high quality to to get Clickbot as perfect as we designed before. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so let's talk about you know, campaign is over. You know, so if you want to go check it out, you got to go to Kickstarter and click you know, click the button and to learn more <laughs> and stuff. But what starts to happen now that money starts coming into your accounts? Um, what does this like next okay. year look like in terms of getting those those first orders to backers? Like like what starts happening for you guys? Um, first of all, we'd like to uh, give the the greatest thank you to all the backers because we, uh, we we cannot make it without all of your support. And then after Kickstarter, we actually moved on to um, Indiegogo. Uh, so that's the pre-order stage, and Indiegogo is just like a transition because we are moving on to Amazon uh, very soon. I would say in. Um, uh, roughly um, uh, in July or August, mm-hmm. we can nice. have the yeah we can have a Clickbot on Amazon platform, meaning that um, our consumers would be able to purchase Clickbot there as well. And then um, we are thinking about uh, you know like uh, getting broader cooperation with all the distributors from 
either Russia or, you know, like Germany. And um, we have some others from Hong Kong and um, Australia as well. Mm-hmm. So ClickBot is getting attention all over the world. And we believe that um, by working deeply with the local uh, distributors, we can get to the market better and understand our, our you know, like users back better because you know, like um, for different languages and for different, you know, like preferences um, to to have the local partners would, would save us more time and to uh, provide better service to our consumers. Cool, cool. And how about maybe like what does the next five five years look like for ClickBot? Is it something that you guys feel like this is just a, it can continue to grow more modulars, it can just get bigger and, mm-hmm. and smoother and, but like how, what do you guys sort of project these next maybe five years looking like, even though that's very challenging because nobody would have predicted a uh, coronavirus uh, a few months ago, but, but what would you guys sort of predict like is going to happen in this, uh, in your ecosystem uh, for products? Yeah. Uh, very cool. I totally understand your concerns. And um, like you said before, we are humans, so we cannot really, you know, like um, forecast the future, but we can look into the future and expect uh, expect great things. So for ClickBot in the following years, um, I would like to guarantee all the, you know, like all the backers or anyone who is interested in, in the product, that we, we would c- continue to support this product. We would have more modules, you know, like different designs and um, uh, to provide more functions and uh, uh, capabilities for the ClickBot. And then we would introduce, and it's already on the roadmap as well. So we would we would introduce the deep learning technology to mm-hmm. have more, you know, like greater algorithms to have the precise controlling and then more intelligent movements for the robot itself. And then um, you mentioned like ecosystem. Um, we've already had the um, design and the concept for the curriculums to have the support, um, to have the sustainable, um, you know, like support for uh, ClickBot. It's not just one product. It it can come with, you know, like all the courses or the training or the competitions as well. And then we would be very happy to do, you know, like more um, development on the uh, app itself as well, because, you know, like everything um, is the combination of the hardware and software. If we, you just have cool design for the product itself, but no support for the software, I think it's not enough. So what we would do is to have, you know, like more contents and and better community for the ClickBot Academy uh, app as well. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So where can people dive in more? I mean, you got the Indiegogo in demand, but how can people kind of dive into what you guys are doing? Maybe follow you on social media. Where should people go? Great. So we have the, um, lots of social media platforms, including Facebook. And uh, like people can just uh, use the keyword cell robot. <laughs> That's the first uh, generation name, cell robot, and to find us. And then we are also on uh, YouTube. We have our YouTube channel as well. That's called Beijing Ki Technology. And then we have the uh, Instagram account as well. That's called Cell Robot. And um, after that, we would have the, our official website. And it's um, it, it's coming uh, online very soon. It's under the development because we would like to, you know, like integrate the purchase, the payment system 
um, and then to bring the brand new website to our backers. And currently, it's just uh, the better version. But later, we would have the better, you know, like um, uh, mature design for for Clickbot uh, official website as well. That's awesome. well, yeah. That's well, you guys can find us. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. So I've been closing out these new episodes or my latest episodes, I should say, with just some kind of quick questions um, because, you know, we're all kind of stuck in. So uh, I've been asking cool. a few questions around. So what TV shows are you watching right now? TV shows. Modern Family, I'd say. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. How about, uh, uh, how about a movie that you're watching? Like a movie. What's the latest movie you watched? The latest movie? Uh, yeah. That's a tricky question because uh, I've been, you know, like got stuck in, in, in work and I really don't get time <laughs> to watch movies. I okay. think Modern okay. Family is already enough for me. <laughs> that's feeling it. Okay, that's feeling it. How about, has there been a book that you've read lately? The book? Um, I've been reading The Walden Lake. Yeah, The Walden Lake. Because, you know, like during the lockdown period, mm-hmm. I feel myself like throw. <laughs> I would like to get <laughs> isolated from, you know, like all the urban stuff and get dived into, you know, like the natural stuff right. as well. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. How about, um, is there a favorite like website that you go to, to maybe, uh, read stuff, learn stuff about marketing maybe, or just, is there a favorite website that, that you recommend? Oh, very cool. Um, so normally I would just, you know, like check the Google news and to see, uh, what's on these days. And then I would, I would choose the, you know, like sub the sub, um, subtopics and then to go to different, uh, websites. I don't really have a preference for the marketing website because, you know, like I, I, I believe the fact that you can learn everything from, you know, like all the resources, you don't really want to limit yourself on one website. <laughs> okay. 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 How about, uh, now I know you're obviously listening to this podcast all the time, but is there any other podcast you might be listening to right now? Cool. Um, that's uh, going to be a little bit boring compared with yours. Because <laughs> I listen, yeah, to be honest, I listen to Goldman Sachs and okay. I listen to Wall Street Journal. I listen to BBC, CNN, and they, they are right. mainly like new stuff. But when it comes to, you know, like fun stuff, I always choose yours. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, well, everybody, I, I got to recommend you guys go check out ClickBot. Really, really cool stuff here. Uh, uh, the Kickstarter was all, you know, truly successful. Um, I'm following from uh, the, uh, on the Indiegogo and demand side right now. Um, so I, I'm going to put all this stuff in the show notes. So make sure you guys go and click this around. But uh, I appreciate you taking time out of your day and uh, chat with my listeners uh, about ClickBot and, and what you guys do over there because it's awesome, awesome, awesome product. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Jeff. I wish you have a nice one. Yeah, thank you, you all the listeners. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Wishes. Yeah. Kind regards. All right. How about that conversation with Rusev? I know it's a little challenging, probably with that language barrier in there, um, and 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 customs and traditions and that sort of stuff. But great, great interview. Awesome, awesome project. I cannot stress it enough. Especially if you got kids at home right now, like I do, go check out this project. This could be an awesome, um, you know, resource for them to learn how to code, 
keep themselves busy. Um, and because of those modulars that we were talking about in the interview, you can you can really see how this thing could grow into a, a really cool project. So, all right. So, song we're listening to is off the new Sugar People, Sugar Roses collection. I'm sure all of you went out to uh, Spotify right now and have downloaded it and are listening to it. This song is called Another Day. And I think this song is absolutely perfect for this time. And I'm not just saying that because I wrote it. Listen to the lyrics. Really listen to it. I wrote this song like 10 years ago. Listen to it. It feels exactly what's happening right now um, <laughs> in life. So so check that out. Again, if you are a, a fan, make sure you hit the subscribe buttons, reviews, do all the stuff that you're supposed to do. Be friendly, right? Help us out. Um, and that would be truly, truly grateful. And uh, for everybody else, listen to the music and make sure you guys tune in later in the week when we have another episode. All right. Thanks, guys. So blind I climbed inside and couldn't break them But now